Welcome in. It is ATB at the buzzer. Timmy, Adam, Billy, I guess if we're going in order for the ATB at the buzzer, we did this on purpose. It's Adam and Timmy, Billy. Got to be first. With the newly minted rubber shoes wrap up. We'll talk about that. I'm sure we'll get to that at some point. Uh, above and beyond that, we've got so much to unpack this week. Uh, the Red Sox, I'm going to complain about something really stupid because it's what I do. Uh, the Celtics, we have to get into the Bruins and the goalie who is Wally Pipping, um, the one and only Tuca. And uh, of course, uh, we want to talk about the draft, which uh, I think I think Adam's hiding something behind him right now about the the, 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 the derby, not the draft, but it's all the derby. Yeah, yeah. And of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah. above and beyond all of that, uh, we, we do want to talk about the derby and the fact that it would have made more sense for me to just drive to Louisville and hand them my money in person than go on to Twin Spires. It took me longer to build my relationship with the app to waste my money, then my money was gone. And what do they call it? The fastest, <laughs> the fastest minute and 20 seconds or whatever the, whatever the lap is. I, I don't know. It was the most exciting two minutes in sports. <laughs> okay. All right. It didn't feel that way. <laughs> it wasn't until you lost, right? Oh. It was exciting until you, you found out you didn't win anything. Honest to God. So uh, yeah, let's get, we're going to, because there's so much with the draft and the derby. So we'll get there. Uh, the Red Sox, three out of four dropping to Texas, which is a horror show. The whole Globe Life Stadium used to be Globe Life Park or the other way around. I appreciate that they're going to use their old venue down in Texas for high school sports because down in uh, down in Texas, high school sports are huge. Yeah, I love that they're not leveling it. The fact that they rebuilt and it's gorgeous. And then you get on the actual artificial field. <laughs> you have an $8 trillion <laughs> facility. With a right. retractable roof. Right. And you're going to, here come, here come the naysayers. Well, it's really difficult because it gets super hot and it's, it's, it's a dry heat. Shut up. First of all, <laughs> how much money did you spend to build this field of sorrow? Right. Where we went and lost. So I really shouldn't be complaining too much. And then you put in field turf. Would you be complaining about this though? If they, if the Red Sox won three or four? Absolutely. It was my top bullet point. <laughs> Like we could have won the World Series over the weekend, okay. and I wrote right. this down in lipstick on the back of my hand. The only way they'd be able to do it is the, the way they do it in Phoenix is they have to have the, the grass go outside the stadium so it can grow, and then they bring it back in for game day. They probably can't do that at, in a baseball stadium because they got to use it every day. Why can't they grow it inside the stadium? I don't understand. It's a it's a don't. There's probably not enough. Like they have a retractable roof. It's probably not open enough to get enough sun in there for it to grow. Oh. So we have the seedless watermelon. We have uh, <laughs> we have a nation. We have a nation that's working on their fifth or sixth vaccine. Sure. For something we discovered a year ago. Right. We have there are guys in Carhartt jackets two miles from my office growing weed indoors. We can't figure out grass for a baseball field. Well, I'm if you sorry. saw my, my yard, you'll figure out they haven't perfected grass yet. <laughs> no, Mine too. I'm the same way. You haven't perfected. I, I did the same thing I've done the last three years and this year it's not doing the same thing. Well, they talk about this all the time though. If you watch any of the DIY, DIY networks, they talk about shaded seed and all this stuff. Like I, I just... 
find it fascinating. Now it's not as bad. What what is more difficult to watch is that garage down in Tampa Bay. <laughs> that that is like that shag rug at your great grandmother's house that just it's been so matted down. And Lord knows what else is in it, but like it's just really matted down. Like their field turf at that place that should be lit on fire is horrible. Are we? Are we? Go ahead. I, w- I was gonna say, are we the only a holes that are talking about this? Like, in other words, is the so. is the podcast team from Tampa coming up to Fenway Park and bitching about the fact that there's, you know, the seats are three inches too small for everybody's ass? Just because we and have the right field seats face center field <laughs> to build that place during, um, well, was it a famine? No, it wasn't really a famine. It was really during the depression. I apologize when nobody could afford to be fat. <laughs> Right. So that's, you know, yes, I, as, as a, uh, as a man of buoyancy, I do not enjoy this (laughs) at Fenway. I'm not saying that I do at the same time, how dare they come up and judge anything about Fenway? It's a, I mean, I agree. Yes. But I'm I'm just, just, I'm just wondering if we're the only ones talking about the turf. I'm pointing out because at first look, I thought to myself, there's no way they did right. At first look, I'm like, that is gorgeous oh it's fake like as soon as i was mentally complimenting it in my head i'm like it's fake filter which i just find with all the technology with everything you're doing to deliver that ballpark experience they laid down a carpet is mind-boggling to me now you could argue Okay, but when you go to all these NFL stadiums, they're putting down field turf. Timmy never complains about that. I don't. That takes a lot of wear and tear, a lot of abuse. They're playing on that through because they're not playing baseball in the pouring rain. They're playing football in the pouring rain and all the elements. And it's getting the the foot traffic that you're seeing in the outfield at a ballpark. Really? Really, Barbara? (laughs) Like lay down some shaded seed, bring in some weed growers from Maine. I could throw a rock out my office window and find you a few right now. Like... (laughs) Like the fact that we can't grow grass indoors is not a thing. It's not a thing. They're well, all in our minds. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with you. And there's nothing, there's nothing that says baseball to me, like when they mow the different designs into the field. I mean, that's, that's magic. You turn on your TV and you check it out and you're like, Oh, look what they did this time. You know, that to me is part and parcel of baseball. I can't do that in the turf. Right. Um, I'm sure they're coming up with a tool. That will wave that will wave the uh, synthetic blades of grass to and fro. I'm sure they're going <laughs> to figure it out now. If they're taking notes down in Texas, and they're not because they hate us, but that's beside the no. point. I, I just that's funny. I, I watched all four games. I didn't even realize they had. See, this term. is why I'm here. This is what I bring <laughs> to the table. Tim, what did you think of the color of the uniforms? Let's yeah. get into that. And oh, I love the Rangers uniforms last night. <laughs> What's that? I love the uniforms the Rangers had last night. I love that Nike has leaned into the powder blue wherever they can squeeze it in. Yep. Toronto's doing powder blue. They're doing powder blue. Our good friend Alex out in San Diego, who is the um, uh, public address announcer for the San Diego Padres, the Padres finally left what they were trying to do with their thing, and they went back to the brown. And I, I I'm going to get the I'm going to get the colors wrong because everybody gets very violent when you get the colors wrong. It's brown and light a, brown. <laughs> no, it, well, it's but it's, it's brown and gold or brown and yellow or whatever. But they went back to their historic colors, which are super cool. And I think so it looks awesome. I love that. We, we have the rubbish shoes roundup. We're going to have to have Timmy's fashion corner where you can no, talk about all, no, all it, of it, the different. It's uniforms. fine. I just yeah, I love I love uniform stuff. I, I absolutely know. do. But I, I think I think the field turf at Texas is they just that's a swing and a miss. They could have figured it out. Yeah, it's 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 an odd choice. And and I, when, when somebody and I don't know. 
I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. When somebody like tears uh, an ACL because they twisted their leg on that stupid carpet they laid down. I don't know. It's just for a baseball park. It's really strange to invest that much money and then go fake when you have a retractable roof. Because I think well, well, it is a little weird, too, because they spend all this money on keeping the athletes, you know, in good shape. And and they've got, um, you know, millions and millions of money uh, of dollars locked up in doctors and physical therapists and massage therapists and nutritionists and all this crap. And then you go have them run around on cement. I mean, you know, it doesn't make a whole lot of well, sense. It's, 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 it's way the field turf is way different and it reacts like real like real sod for the most part. But it's just. Just an odd choice. It's a weird yeah, it's, well, it's, it's much better than the old AstroTurf. The old AstroTurf was really was, like a half an inch of green turf. On that was your cement. Italian grandmother's backyard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On, yeah. on cement. Um, so what do we think about the Red Sox themselves, though? I mean, dropping three out of four in Texas is not a not a real warm and fuzzy. Uh, I'll take the blip on the radar, quite honestly. I look when yeah. they when they come racing like zero and three, you're like, crap, this is not what I'm looking for, right? And then they start to pick up speed. I, I'll take the blip on the radar because I think anytime that we have a remarkable pre All Star session, it goes to hell in a handbasket afterwards. And I think uh, I I think the 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 hitting has been the offense has been pretty good. Is now we're getting into these tight games and they can't seem to pull it out. Or the uh, what what happened the other night? It was the he threw a change up and just, it got, it just got zoned like it, yeah. it right over the plate and, uh, and, and he got taken deep. Um, and I think some people that they need uh, better hitting out of, I think uh, who's been struggling. Uh, Cordero's not been hitting the way he, with the way they need him to. He, has, he hasn't hit at all. Yeah. Yeah. They're expecting a little bit if more it, out of him and that's a struggle for sure. I, I'm not a professional scout, but. Um, from what I've watched, but he plays one. Don't, don't throw him any anything except an off-speed pitch because he goes to swing for it and they they just drop off the plate and he's not even close. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think I think we've had a pretty good so far this at the start of the season. So one bad uh, series is not gonna, you know, like you said, a blip on the radar at this point. Well, yeah, so thing, hopefully it doesn't turn into something. It's the analytical, the ones that the the analytics, uh, the, the analytics, the wow, that's, <laughs> a, that's an adult show. It'll be on later tonight. <laughs> that so they want guys with the you know the launch angle, the mm-hmm. spin rate, and that's what Bobby Dalbeck is. That's what Franchi Cordero is, and that's what Hunter Renfro is, and they all suck. <laughs> I want someone to hit the ball. Not, you know, they swing and miss way too much with guys on base. Yeah. Well, and we need, the, and we need guys like the guys behind you on your, in your poster. I mean, those guys were baseball players. Yeah. I'm like, we get a, we get a different angle of the home office. Every I week. love it. Yeah, this is <laughs> we need a tour of it. We have going right now. Cause he couldn't figure out his other camera. There's a higher, yeah. we have, we have yeah. a blimp cam that he can't get working, which <laughs> a blimp is cam. part of the show at this point. There's some, some trouble with the tech at rubbish Shoes house uh, as We're, always. Again. <laughs> so, so um, moving on to the Celtics, I have to oh. reference the fact that uh, yeah, an, another like fascinating loss. I unfortunately joined, uh, I think golf wrapped up. I flipped over and sure enough, uh, Marcus smart had just punched somebody at the 50 yard line. And there was like a five or 19 minute break. I don't, I lost track of time. I'm like, I'm falling asleep at this point. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, by the time I checked back in, then, um, Jalen and JT collided. Right. 
and they left. And I don't know, I haven't seen anything today on uh, the status of their health and whether everybody's okay because it was a pretty bad collision. So Tatum came out, spoke to the media last night. He says he feels okay, but there has been no word from from Brown. Okay. <laughs> but and he took the worst of it. The NBA is infuriating, though. I mean, I love NBA basketball. I, I will watch it. Wait, Everybody says, oh, college basketball is so much better. I love the NBA. I love watching it. I think the Celtics are a fun team to watch, yep. even when they're losing. But that being said, it's so infuriating because they have slowed it down so much. The replays and, you know, like the ejection of Marcus Smart. I agree. It took it dragged on and on and on. It's like in the 80s, you would just throw the guy out put the ball out of bounds and let them start playing again. You know, well, they wouldn't get thrown out for something like that back then. Well, yeah, that's true. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Bill Lambeer like punched the referee's wife and he was like, oh, <laughs> head back in there, like yeah, clothesline yeah, Larry Bird and, right. him up and he'd head back in. So it's, I, I just, I couldn't figure out what they were dealing with. And like, I'm like, what are they watching? Like, what are they trying to determine? I at know that point? it's so, and yeah, they reviewed it for six minutes and it's like, okay, if you have to review something f- for that long, just go with the original call. That's right. Yep. And it didn't. It, well, and and then, honestly, then you have to deal with. Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, then you have to deal with the announcers too. going. Yeah, I think they're probably looking at it here. And if you see his hand goes right across the face of the referee, it's like, for God's sakes, it's everybody can see what's happening. Why are they reviewing it? And you don't need to tell us about it. Let's just put something else that's entertaining on until we until we get to the answer, yeah. because it's exhausting. I don't, and I don't, I just don't think from looking at it 38 times. And that was, right. that was for the four minutes I was there. God help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it didn't look that egregious. Like, I, I don't feel like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, somebody's paw hit somebody in their garbage for sure. Like that happened. Yeah. But a lot of that, there was a, he, there was a, a little extra flail. I don't know. I, I just don't feel like it was that big a deal. And for them to review it that long is probably the most remarkable part of all of that. Because any so, momentum that anybody had going just came to a close, right? You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, so I want to ask you guys. I love Marcus Smart. I think Marcus Smart has always been sort of the heart of the Celtics. But there's always this rumor and this sort of like undercurrent of getting rid of him. And I'm wondering if you think that he's becoming more of a, a problem than a solution for the Celtics. No, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I think he is what Terry Rozier was before. I think mm-hmm. we're like, we need his fight on the bench. Yeah. And I, 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 this is me going back to what I said last week. Like, this is where I, I just get emotional about any kind of, anytime we make a, a move or a trade, somebody has to go and I don't want that. Yeah. I yeah, want to yeah. keep them all. I want the chocolate one too. You know, like I give me all the flavors and, and the fact that <laughs> he'd have to be part of any conversation or if he would be part of any conversation, I think, I think we lose a whole bunch of testosterone if he leaves the locker room. Oh, I totally I, agree. With I, that. I'd be shocked. I also think there has been, uh, he's great in the clubhouse. I agree with that. I think he's also, um, he can have his super smart moments and then he has really bad moments where he should take one more look and transfer the ball one more time. And yes. it's just like, uh, it's that scene from along came Polly, <laughs> you know, rain dance. And he's just throwing up threes and it's like, <laughs> whacking up like yeah. and he's not, I'm not saying he's that bad a shooter. I just think there's sometimes when he shouldn't be taking the final look, somebody else could be open. And he he just should doesn't... never be taking the final look. 
Never. He's- well, I shouldn't say final look. He, he well, when he should at when you shoot the ball, you clearly decided you got the final look. That's what I mean. Oh, oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, got gotcha, yeah, gotcha. He's not your guy. Like we have one play point three on the clock. <laughs> right. Marcus, like, but he no. thinks he is though. That's the problem. He thinks he is. Well, and this this is the you know going back to the whole thing with Perk and the hotel room and the throne, right? And the fact right, that right. he said stuff, it sort of got everybody's energy moving differently. I think this speaks to. And I, I love Brad and clearly he turned down $70 million uh, to go to yeah. college. I love him. And I think he, maybe his, his bark isn't loud enough in the locker room that he can yeah. set that tone and say, you know what, th- th- that is not your role, you know? Um, but I, uh, rubbish is, what do you think? I love Marcus. Mark. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I do him. love him as well. Like he's a dirt dog. He does the, hmm. the extra diving on the floor. Yeah. But I do think he thinks he's better than he really is. Like I think he thinks he's part of the big three. Yes. Where he's clearly <laughs> yes. not. Yeah. 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 He definitely thinks he's part I, of the big I three. I don't want to see him go though, because you you need that grittiness there. But I think they, they need to get I which I thought they got with Tristan Thompson, that the veteran that's not going to be afraid to speak his mind to the other players, but it doesn't seem like that's happening. They need someone that's the alpha dog and put everyone else in their place. He doesn't have to be the best player. He just has to be able to like what Perkins did on Twitter to right. Tatum, you know, but they need that in the the locker room. Well, and they also need him too because he you know, I mean, how many times in the playoffs has he stepped up and made a stop? Oh, you yeah, know, when they I, desperately needed it or defensively the he's the best him. guy. He's yeah, the best no player. He'll he'll take on centers, which is amazing. Right, right. Wouldn't that be a great survey monkey if Brad just sent out a survey monkey as a team? Like, who do you think is the big three? <laughs> <laughs> Tell him it's anonymous, right? Wait a second. Jason.tatum at Celtics.com. You can't vote emails. twice, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Not Marcus at, at yahoo.net. Oh, boy. Honest to God. Um. I want to uh, jump into the Bruins real quick and get Rubbish's take on this because I love that you've become like the Bruins official. It's amazing. He, yeah, he went from La Habitat to like suddenly he's like, oh. you know, he's got like Bobby Orr bed sheets and the whole nine <laughs> yards. So, and the, look at the hat. Look at the hat. Oh, he's, he's got the hat on today. Yeah, yeah. It's the they're hat. the only one playing tonight. Yep. So, so I had to wear the Bruins today. It, do you, I like do you, how you're dialed in, Rubbish's. I like how you're dialed in. Do you think he's stealing that job? What? Uh, like for the playoffs or you think next year? Yes. I check both boxes. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't see them starting swaying over Rask in the playoffs this year, but I can definitely see them not bringing Rask back next year. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, well I, and I agree with you. Cause I think if you throw, you throw the kid into the playoffs and then he melts, that's a huge waste of a lot of talent because he could be, you know, he, he could. But look what happened with St. Louis and Bennington a couple of years ago. You know, they, yeah. they threw him in and he won the Stanley Cup. So it's like part of you, like maybe that's what we need to get get over the top. But then you don't want to kill his, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> help me. His mojo. What? Yeah. His mojo. Yeah. His confidence. You don't right. want to kill his confidence and then him be shot forever. So who do you think who do you think is the person that's going to be the the unsung hero of the run? 
should we make a run, which I th- I think they're poised to. Quite I think it's I think the there's, sec- there's it's that second line right with the Patriots. And, and what's that? The second line? Yeah. Krejci and Taylor Hall and Craig Smith. They've been phenomenal since the trade. And that's what they need. They So in the playoffs in the past, they're good enough to get as far as they've made it, but they've been able to shut down that perfection line. Like Martian, mm-hmm. Foster, and uh, Bergeron, they've been shut down, and they, but they've been able to manage it so far. But now they have two really good lines that they can't just put their best defense on one of those lines. They got to break it up and uh, try to stop both of those lines. Who, who do you think is the enforcer right now on that team? Uh, I think they, well, so Frederick hasn't been playing. I thought he was it. And then, um, when Kevin Miller's there, he's definitely that guy, but then I think they have a couple, uh, you know, guys that can chip in that get, aren't afraid to get their nose dirty. Did you, I, the reason I ask and not that he, he spent most of his time in the last couple of years, pulling the puck out of the net after somebody scored. Um, but Shara apparently got the, he's the oldest NHL player to have a five minute major. Wow. So I think the, old, I think there's some stat that flew by and I just thought of like, Oh, that's interesting. I mean, he would get in a fight if the, the fight was right there. He wouldn't necessarily go enforcing though. You know, I mean, he didn't need to get near anybody cause he had a 38 foot stick, but I think it was just interesting to see that pop up. And I wonder, I wonder how that fight came about. I didn't see the capitals and, and what that was all about. But he apparently is the oldest NHL player to ever get a five-minute major, which is pretty cool. I love him. Yeah. I miss him. I that was nine hundred thousand dollars we could have spent well with the money Texas saved on the fifth <laughs> round. They could have sent us that. We could have, see how it's all connected. It's all connected. Yep. Yep. Comes all comes around connected. eventually. Right. Uh, do we want to go derby or draft now? Because I'm horrified about like all the things. But uh, what either do derby. Let's go derby for Save the draft for the last. <laughs> I, I was just going to say it, and I'm going to say it correctly, and people fight me on this all the time. Look it up um, because people are champing at the bit. The horses champ at the bit. It's not chomp at the they bit. They don't chomp. Well, oh. Champ at the bit. Yes, because I've said it before, and people are like, you know, it's chomping at the bit. I'm like, no, it's champing at the bit. Look on, honestly, that really just made the, the reason getting on the show. Right? <laughs> I'm glad I know that now. I'm glad I know that now. That you have wasted 48 minutes of my life. We are all dumber now. Leave but here stage. we are, and Leave now I know that it's champing at the bits. Yes, now, now see, I made y'all wicked smart to head back <laughs> oh, out of your lives. Thanks, Timmy. Everybody, every, everybody, everybody's at dinner tonight. Honey, did you know it's champing, champing at the bit? At the bit. Would you, you shut it up? <laughs> Where did you learn that, Tim Lindsay? Great. <laughs> it is. It's champing at the bit. Anyway. Okay. Um, champing at the bit. Yeah, so move move your uh, squash out of the way so we can see your boyfriend behind you. There he is. God bless him. Now, am I wrong? It's Bob Baffert. That's yep. his seventh win. Yep. Wow. And that's also the horse that Brady had money. Brady's tied to that horse, isn't he? Have, he has a financial interest in that horse, Medina, didn't he? I I didn't see I or hear that. I swear to God, I read that in the tea leaves somewhere that he was somehow connected, okay. which clearly they're I'm gonna look it up quiet because maybe I'm the only person that read that. But um, I thought that was really cool. Uh, I this is where I have to get better with the horses, rubber shoes. So we have a whole year to work on this. You can coach me through it. No, we gotta do the preakness in uh, t- three weeks. Take my money, I'm happy to do it. So, <laughs> yeah, so I 
I go on, and we talked about it last week. Obviously, I went bourbonic because the name. I went midnight bourbon because the mm-hmm. name. And soup and sandwich. How can you not put all <laughs> your savings on soup and sandwich? So I unfortunately went in, had no idea what I was doing. Like I'm doing win play show, like, and money's just evaporating out of my account. And I didn't go crazy. <laughs> yeah. I went, it was, we had finished golf Saturday and we're sitting there getting lunch afterwards. And, and Aiden's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going on Twin Spires to make an account. He goes, oh dear God. So I go and I, I, I move a hundred dollars into the account. There was a PayPal charge. So it was one. I, so I lost 105, a hundred on the horses, $5 to PayPal. You're welcome. Um, and, and I was just making, I don't know, I did a one place show then I did all of them to win individually. And before I knew it, I was, uh, out of opportunities to lose more money. So I left it right there. We're driving to Aiden's Aiden had a lacrosse game Saturday night and we're driving to it perfectly timed as we're pulling into park. Um, the, all of my horses weren't winning at that point, of course, right. As soon as they started the race and what was super disappointing (laughs) although I was excited was I didn't get any horses in any of the win places shows. Um, although number three, um, which was, um, uh, what was the, the Charlie horse? Hot rod, Charlie, hot rod, Charlie. Thank you. Uh, did you hear the story about those guys? Oh, that's Super the cool story. Brown yeah, the college, the college. For yeah, five, five kids from Brown that played football together and they wanted to do something to stay connected after school. And one of them had a connection to an uncle that was a trainer and an uncle that was in the purchasing lanes and they bought themselves a horse. And oh, that's cool. Charlie. So five kids from Brown did okay. I would say, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, so what you're saying is that next year we could have an ATB horse in the race. We're well, going to get ourselves the best mule, the best jackass. <laughs> well, the, the horse that won Medina spirit sold three years ago for a thousand dollars. Wow. They that's bought that horse for a thousand dollars. So that's Put a Bobby pretty... Dugan on the on the case. <laughs> Get Dugan on the ponies. Dugan loves the ponies. <laughs> I know he does. So I did I did not do well at all. Did you come in with any cash at all? Nope. I had uh my closest, <laughs> I had I had a trifector with two out of out of the three horses. I, I didn't have Medina Spirit. That was the horse that screwed me up. Well, that, and I, that brings me to my point. Like, this is a sport where you can't be like, oh, I like that name. I'm going for the long shots. Like, the long shots, yeah. when you run the numbers, the long shots are just that. Like, usually, yeah. if you've got to really just pay attention to the Super factors, sandwich came in last. <laughs> of course not, he did. Not in my heart. Not in my heart. <laughs> it's such a great name. Can you imagine? At one point, though, I swear to God, at one point, and it was probably, it's probably first turn, they were just like soup and sandwich coming around the outside. And I, it was like third or fourth at that point, which was yeah. amazing. And then it went to hell in a handbasket, of course. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, cause you want to chase like the 50 to ones and all the, all the lines move right up until gate time, obviously. But I think, you know, I had some, I had a 28 to one, a 35 to one. And that's all I was looking for was the long shot. And you just, you really don't have a chance when it gets to that. You've got to just go with, what the favorites are. So we'll be, we'll be better when it gets to the Preakness, which I trust Medina spirits going to be back. Obviously I hope soup and sandwich is back. Cause, yeah, just, cause I, they, they go I for the triple crown. It. If they win the triple crown, it's a, it's a huge payout for the, sure. for the owners. Yep. Unbelievable. So they'll definitely be there in that race. But if they, if they don't win that, they may not go to the Belmont. Mm-hmm. I am pleased to report. I am down $0. <laughs> Well, I, I was watching the text, I, I was bet. watching our text thread, and I'm like, I feel like the senator from Connecticut hasn't shown us how much money he intends to lose at yeah. 6:57 p.m. on Saturday night. 
I'm putting in a patio at my house. So, you know, all our money's tied up in paper yeah, so stones. That text <laughs> I sent you, I added probably about three more bets to that ticket after, after oh, wow. that text. Yeah, money bags. He was making like, like I, I don't know what to do. So I, gra- I, I threw $100 into an account and then Rubbish Shoes throws up like he's get, like you're shopping at the penny candy store. What did you place a couple <laughs> of $3 bets? Yeah, that's all you have to do. That, so <laughs> so I, I, I placed a bet on the Kentucky Oaks, which is the female race on Friday. And the, um, the trifecta that won that race paid out $230 on a 50 cent bet. Wow. What's what's the minimum bet you you can make? You, for the trifectas, you can do 50 cents. Okay. So we're doing two, two so, bets. In the so price. you do 50 oh, okay. cents and you box it. So it ends up being a $3 bet total. Okay. All right. This is all like foreign language to me. Box <laughs> it? What the hell does that mean? Uh, so if you box it, so if you if you pick three horses, you box it, You the ticket will have all three horses to win and place and all the combinations. Oh, okay. It's like a postage stamp in bingo. If you get the four corners. Got it. Got, got it. it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Did you find out if oh, he like, owns any of the horses? No. He does not that I can find. Not that I found. Yeah, interesting. All right. I think he just likes to show up in the ugliest outfit he can possibly find. You don't like that look? No. You're not a judge, big fan of the Pharrell Daniel. hat and Cam you know. Newton told him about that look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely the hat. It's the Speaking only of Brady Cam before Cam. we before we move on to the draft, did you guys? I sent you guys the link for the YouTube video of the virtual draft. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to. Oh my god! I want to check that out. Yeah, so they did. The you have to watch it. It was him, Kevin Hart, Julian. Who else was in it? Yeah, Julian, uh, Shannon Sharp, Michael Strahan, uh, Prime Time, um, and Mariano Rivera so was on they, it for a little while. Were oh, they commenting on the draft picks? Oh no, no, or? they were. They were just busting each other's balls the oh. whole time. It was so funny. You have to watch okay. it. I mean, even if you just it? watch the part, because Brady and Edelman jump off after like 30 minutes, even if you just watch the first 30 minutes, it's hysterical. Brady and Strahan, like Strahan, you know, really busts uh, Brady's balls about, um, you know, the Super Bowl and mm-hmm. says, you know, basically says like, if if you gave me two, I would give you the one that I stole from you. And that way, you know, you'd have that one, but I'd have two. So it was funny. Oh, you have to watch boy. it. Oh boy. Yeah. I'll put the link in the show notes. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Um, all right. So onto the draft, uh, and we'll, we'll bet $2 bets on the Preakness onto the draft. Uh, obviously the, the, the biggest thing that we're all waiting for, is he going to trade out of the, (laughs) out of that 15 pick? And I was excited, uh, thinking that we were going to go, you know, the fact that Justin Fields or Mac would be there because it would have been interesting to see him make that choice. And then obviously it you know, when Chicago or when they traded up for the Chicago, pick, uh, Chicago traded up to grab the pick and take Justin Fields, it became the only choice, although he still could have stepped away because it would have been interesting if he had the choice and didn't take either one of them. He'd be like, oh, he wasn't even going quarterback, which would have yeah. been ultimately horrifying. And I think a lot of fans feel the same way. I like the Mac Jones pick. I'm not in love with it. Um, and I'm, I, I guess I'm growing an affinity for it because like everybody the next day is like, he's a guy like Justin Fields is going to be a bust. Like easy to say that now. Like everybody's in love with Mac Jones and the whole, all the dad bod comparisons between him and Brady's draft. Right. Pick <laughs> right, um, right. you know, I, uh, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I, but I, I'm happy that we took a first round quarterback. Uh, and I think he's been saying apparently ever since the national title game that he only wanted to be here. So that's, oh, that's interesting. 
yeah, yeah. it's really intriguing. See, I like it because one, it's the one draft that the pro day that Belichick went to. Mm. They didn't trade up. They didn't trade back. They stayed there. They took that guy. So, and I'm thinking that's the guy they wanted all along. Mm-hmm. Did you see? Did you see the footage uh, from inside the draft the draft room yeah. with with Belichick calling him, and then Kraft gets on the phone, and he's like, "It's really great that you had a 4.0 GPA." And you know, I mean, the guy. It's kind of impressive, actually, if you think about it. The guy finished finished his uh, with a 4.0 GPA in three years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. He also has his MBA, which is incredible. I mean, yep. just just to think about the amount of work that is involved in that and to be a top-tier quarterback, I mean, I I like the pick I, from a football standpoint, but just from a, you know, just from a human being standpoint, he seems like a patriot type of guy, you know. Yeah, so, I'm thinking that's the thing. He's he's smart enough to process everything in front of right. him quickly, and I think that's what you really need to do. Like, and he doesn't throw any interceptions. The physical either. ability is only going to take you so far, but right. if you can't read defenses and and outwit the defense, then that's when you start getting in trouble. Right. Well, and all the comments too, like everybody's like, he's not athletic. Like we just dealt with two decades of not athletic. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. God, like, yeah. like we had this lightning rod in the pocket before. You know, <laughs> not right. athletic just yeah. won the Super Bowl, people. All right. So let's yeah. you know calm yeah. down with the non-athletic. Exactly. And and as uh, Charlie Weiss uh, on talk shows was talking about the fact, he's like, listen, he goes, all this kid just did was win a national title. Right. And right, everybody right. argues, well, yeah, but he's he's a jockey on a really good horse in Alabama because you're playing with all like six number one picks, six first yeah. round picks came out of yeah. Alabama. Right. And I appreciate that at the same time. And no disrespect to Lord Brady, although as soon <laughs> as the talent around him started to erode and, and erode, in, erode in New England means be less than pretty good because we never had <laughs> yeah. superstars around right. Brady. He always did right. Magic Johnson, the crew. And oh, just that one year they went 18-0. Right. No, that was 17-0. Or 18-1. Oh, 18-1. Right, you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in, I, I guess what's interesting is everybody says, well, he did that, but he was at Alabama. Okay. He was at Alabama. He also started at Alabama, right? Like all the things that you're trying to take away from him were like really cool things to your point, finishes his undergrad in three years, gets his MBA quarterback in a national title team. Right. And managing as, as the quarterback managing all, I mean, yes, Nick Saban was behind him too, but managing all those attitudes in the locker room, there's a lot of personalities yep. in that Alabama locker room. Right. So yeah. there's a lot of things that translate well. And a lot of people were saying too, Saban and Belichick are so in alignment that he knows what he's getting into. Right. Yep. He's going from a collegiate asshole program to a professional asshole. <laughs> like, right. You're just moving to a new grumpy old man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. But Saban the, dresses a little bit better. I don't understand this whole thing too, though. Like, okay. So he had a bunch of, you know, studs around him. Okay. Mm. Well, if he makes it to the NFL and he makes it to a Super Bowl, he's going to need to have studs around him too. He's not going to, you know, be throwing to a Julian Edelman on one leg and still make it to the Super Bowl. It's just not going to happen. Right? right. I mean, so, I mean, even if you look at Patrick Mahomes, people think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, but he's got a team around him, like a team right. of all-stars around him. So it doesn't happen. You don't go to the Super Bowl with, with nobody, you know? No. So it's not like he's coming in and being expected to be the only, you know, pro bowler on the team. And he's, well, and he, and, does anybody think he's going to start? I don't think he's going to start. No, no, no. I, I think be he, Cam this year probably, and then he'll start next year. Of the of the quarterbacks that went though, if you look at the five quarterbacks that went in the first round, he's the one that could. 
I, well, my, minus Lawrence. Lawrence is going to go in and start. I don't think there's yeah. anything about them right. that thinks that Gardner Minshew is going to take the, <laughs> the, the, the the majority of the snaps during summer camp is probably not going to be the case. Uh, I think he's going to start, obviously. Uh, and I and I think that... Well, Wilson might as well. Do you think so? Well, who who do the Jets have? Well, that's true. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter who the Jets put under center. That's, I feel anyways. bad for that kid. Like, I think that's going to get melty. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't. I don't. We have a better looking Sam Donald now. I mean, it, honestly, yeah, <laughs> good looking kid. I just, I, they, I think they need to do something to give him some breathing room. If you good. put, if if you were a quarterback that was getting picked in the NFL draft and they called your number from the Jets. Do you turn it down? I mean, you kind of feel like you would turn it down, don't you? It's like I'm not going to New York. I'm not. I'm not playing for the Jets. The Jets are just a defunct organization, aren't they? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't. I don't. Well, yeah, but I, also you 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 could be the person to turn it around. So that's you, yeah. you get that with it. You know, I turned around. I'm the next Broadway Joe. If it goes well, he's a genius. If it doesn't go well, yeah. like see. Like yeah. he can't really lose that conversation. I just I think they got to bring somebody in. That's true. To give him some breathing room. Anybody. Like we we don't and this this honestly could be very Brett Farvian. It could be Aaron Rodgers. Could be. I, I mean I I apparently they're 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 working really hard to keep him happy in Green Bay, which is that's a whole nother conversation. The fact that he just signed a hundred million dollar deal and like he's mad and he wants to leave now. Yeah, that was, that was really weird. But I, I think they're going to bring somebody in to give that kid. Zach Wilson needs some breathing room. I think they're going to be really I would like I would like to on a future show. We don't have to do it tonight, but I would like to dedicate some time to acknowledging just how bad the New York football programs are because they have just been horrible for so long. I know that I know the Giants, everybody. Trust me, I live around a million Giants fans because it's super annoying because we're so close to New York. Yes, but. And they always say, well, we beat you once. And I'm like, yeah, well, we've won three since then. So, you know, I mean, like, what are, they beat what are you twice. talking about? Twice. Yeah, the Jets. Twice. Twice. I know they beat us twice. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's what they say. We beat you twice, <laughs> not beat you once. But they're just horrific and they can't get out of their own way. Ever since Strahan left, they've been the Giants have been terrible. You know, everybody thought uh, what's his face? Danny Dimes or whatever his name was. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody thought he was going to be the next coming. And that has well, he's only been out. there two years. Yeah. Give him a chance. So well, I hope uh, I hope they stay terrible. I'm just saying. I think we should yeah. keep mind to it. So then, uh, then we went. Uh, was it defensive end after defensive that? tackle? Defensive tackle, right? Christian also, Barmore, also Alabama, or was he? Yep. OU? he was Alabama. He, no, it was Alabama, Alabama, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Oh, that's what it was. Perkins and uh, yeah, um, and we finally at the end took the wide receiver. Yeah, from- which is interesting. Yeah. University of Central Florida. Yep, UCF was it Trey well. Nixon, I believe his name was. Yep, yep. So uh, defensively, I feel like when he made the defensive pick, uh, which was uh, that second round pick, I've like I, I know he was in the draft room at at Gillette, but I feel like I've just pictured him like on the couch in Nantucket and like Linda Holiday running over to put a compress on his forehead, like, see, it's <laughs> gonna be okay, it's gonna be okay, because he must have had a like a just an absolute conniption uh, going offense and going quarterback, which needed to happen. And there's a lot of talk about whether his hand was forced to actually do that, which I don't think, I think they knew that that was their guy to your point, rubber shoes Yeah, had to go there. 
But then after that, it was a straight run of defense because they loaded up with groceries in, in the offensive department during the offseason. Like they've right. already accomplished all that. But I think that one young wide receiver at the end wasn't really a shock. And I love, I also love the, um, uh, the, the safety they took too. I can't think of his name now because I have none of the names in front of me right now. Yeah. Uh, they grabbed the safety from, uh, I'm going to bring it up now. I listed it all on the rubbish shoes wrap up one morning. Of course you did. <laughs> Killing it. Killing it. Our our crack research team, rubber shoes in the morning. Yeah, we're all we're all doing that right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 I don't know. Yep. Just He's probably going to get cut before safety. the season ends. I mean, before preseason ends, anyways. Oh my god! And and the <laughs> running that running back, Ramondre Stevenson from Oklahoma. He's a truck. Excited about him. Oh yeah, yeah. somebody. Bledsoe, I saw somebody. That's what it was from Mizzou. What's his name? Joshua Bledsoe from Mizzou, the safety. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, how could I forget that last name? Yeah. Bledsoe, yes. Bledsoe. The notes on this article I'm reading, New England used Kyle Duggar and Adrian Phillips in a hybrid star role. <laughs> Kyle Duggar. <laughs> now we have Bledsoe, which is amazing. Hybrid star role. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that, well, the that, thing with the, the defensive tackle from Alabama, Christian Barmore, he was hmm. the few reports I saw on him that he was the number one defensive tackle uh, in the draft. Which yeah, is I saw that too. Like we yeah. super lucked out with that. Yeah. Well, the, so I'm watching the the second round, and I'm just kind of not really paying attention because the P- Patriots weren't picking for a little further down. Mm-hmm. And then I see their name up. I'm like, oh, it's their turn already. And then I see the trade. I'm like, oh, of course they traded out of the second round. They, and then, <laughs> and then they're like, the Patriots are on the clock. I'm like, oh wait, they traded up. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. right. We yeah, took we took a quarterback in the first round and they traded up to pick another pick. I'm like, oh, something's going wrong. Yeah, right everybody now. started drinking heavily at that point. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh oh, I don't know if I live here anymore. Honey, nail down the furniture. I, I'm gonna make my early prediction um for what I would like to see happen just just with the Buccaneers in the coming season, because the Buccaneers are coming to Gillette, which is gonna be amaze balls. And we should try and get tickets to that game. That would well, those would be off the chart, but yes, we can. Yeah. Well, if you're saving for pavers, Bob, I don't think, I don't <laughs> oh, it'll be done by it'll of... be done by the start of the season. I promise. Oh, okay, <laughs> you'll be saving again. Um, in the grand scheme of things, my here's my I have a lot of weird rules, but here's one of my rules. Um, if you build a new ballpark, put down real grass. Second new rule. Um, the second rule is. Anytime we play somebody during the regular season, if they are going to be a playoff opponent, I want to lose in the regular season. Agreed. hundred like percent. We, we have a history of if they take our lunch money before January 1st, we will probably get them in the yes. playoffs. So Brady can come in and have his way with us in the playoffs <laughs> uh, in, in the regular season. Because so that means we, we play them see, in the Super Bowl. If we right? have to see them again, like I, I want the juju, I want the good juju of going into the playoffs, owing them a loss. Yes. Well, That's the, if you recall, when we were when we the season we went eighteen and one, we mm. pounded the Giants yep. on the last game of the season. I mean, I know it was like a throwaway because we didn't we rested a bunch of people. Sure, and, sure. Well, they they went after the. I was actually well, at that we, game. We we were going after undefeated, so yeah. we played up. Oh right, sure. that's right. Yeah, the that's Giants right. were that's sitting right. people. That's right. The, the Giants, Giants were sitting people. We sitting played people. up. That's right. Yes, we yes, yes. The, we, we were going for the undefeated season, which and and he was going for fifty touchdowns. I think did he end up with yep. fifty one that year or whatever. Um. Yeah, some some incredible stuff. I just I truly feel like if we if I don't want to win that game, which is horrible. Yeah, I totally to to let, take the lunch money. But I think if we do win, I'll be 
horrified going to the playoffs. You know <laughs> Belichick wants to win that game, though. Of Absolutely. course he wants to win that game. Absolutely. And I hope we do, and I hope I'm completely wrong. I just I don't know if I want to live in a planet where there's a two-week, a two-week media run-up to Brady and Belichick. Like, do you want to live in that universe? Like, Listen, we're I, getting way ahead of ourselves. The what were the Patriots last year? Seven and nine. I mean, come on. We're not we're not it, uh, if that happens, we're going to uh, down to the Super Bowl for Radio Row. <laughs> Rubbish shoes. Oh, I love put in for shoes. our credentials already. Rubbish shoes has cajones the size of <laughs> yeah, cantaloupes yeah. because he sent us a text message saying, "Hey, I already reached out to uh, Mac, Mac Jones's Jones. people. We're going to try to yeah. get him on the podcast." <laughs> Still haven't heard anything back. Oh, no, yeah. really? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. No, nope, that's not them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was them. It's not them. I know you handed out your direct line to them. 1-800. Who are you? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I honestly, um, yeah, I, I, I can't even imagine what that kind of a buildup would be. That would, uh, Oh, it would be crazy. It'd be unbelievable. Well, and, but you just said like they were seven and nine. You failed to remember we acquired the one, the only Nelson Aguilar over the offseason, oh, right? Wow. So if if anyone can deliver a playoff berth and a right. Super Bowl, it's the capable hands of hot potato. Hey, he, Aguilar. He, yeah. he had really good hands last year with the Raiders. I know he, he had problems with, with the Eagles, but... I, I feel like um, Josh McDaniel is going to get him the stickiest gloves on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Was, was it, was it, uh, who was it? Mike Haynes, the uh, defensive back for the Raiders way back when we were kids. Oh yeah. And they had oh, the stick them. Like yep, yeah. yeah. They used to spray stick them on their hands before the, uh, you guys are old. Development. Yeah. You're welcome. Yes. Yeah. yes <laughs> anyway. Oh, so where, where did I, where did the tight end from BC end up? Uh, Hunter Long ended up going to Miami, which kills oh, me. I always yeah. say to Jenny, now I just want the BC kids to go to teams that I can actually enjoy yeah, quietly, yeah. privately rooting for them. He went there. Um, uh, Isaiah McDuffie went to the Packers. So he's out there with uh, AJ because um, um, that's where he went, uh, the running back. And then we've got uh, uh, somebody got pulled into the Rams in free agency, didn't get drafted. And then the the one other kid that I'm completely forgetting now is um oh god uh, Max Richardson, and he went to another team that I can't remember because I don't have my notes in front of me because I didn't think we were going to talk about that. I don't want to <laughs> bore you. What we can do is we can look at the list of where did all the UNH football players go. Um, oh, boy. we'll save that segment. Oh for next. boy, we'll save that segment for next time. You know. <laughs> Let's go to all the state schools, UConn, UMass, UNH. I don't think that's, we had anybody in the draft. That's the B side of their national championship hit record. <laughs> yeah. Ian Book went to New Orleans. I know that. That's Yeah, I was surprised. You know, I, you bring that up. Ian Book, quarterback for Notre Dame. And I, I, I pictured him, I guess, honestly, I would have thought that he would have been in the conversation of, you know, the top, the top quarterbacks. No. And I don't know. Like, I didn't even know he was coming out because I'm like, oh, okay. And then I see that he went to New Orleans, which is, I think, a great fit for him. I th- yeah, honestly. So he's he's like the same size as what Drew Brees was. So they, mm-hmm. he's he's kind of a small guy. He's only six one, not 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 very big. So uh, I think that's a good fit for them. They know how to use that type of quarterback. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be a good fit. I mean, I don't want to see him do well for a myriad of reasons we don't have time to cover. <laughs> yeah. uh, but beyond that, I think that's a guy. Honestly, I saw that. And I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah, he's yeah. He's, yeah. And and I just was surprised that he didn't go higher than that, you know, um, but oh, well. Anyway, final thoughts, boys. Anything for us? What do you got? Oh, yes, I do. I have something. And I, I don't want to end on a somber note, but Tim, but, um, you know, it occurs to me today that it is 18 years since the old man on the mountain came crumbling down in New Hampshire. Beautiful downtown New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't if know I if rem- you're mourning today or not, but if, uh, if, I am. If, if I remember correctly, I do believe our good friend, um, uh, there are so many nicknames. So we're just, we're going to use uh, what he was Jay Michaels way back in the day in New England. Uh, Jay Michaels was on the air and he yes. took a, he took a different take on that. Um, yeah. and he, yeah. he pounded that very different take into the ground. We received yeah, numerous phone calls of displeasure. Um, and uh, yeah, let's just say, I, I wonder would, if he has any air checks of those, of those shows. Uh, oh, I'm sure awesome. we have that. <laughs> we need to get day. audio of that. I saw that on the news this morning. I said, Oh my God, Dugan's probably going to queue up his air checks <laughs> and run that back. Um, yeah. So uh, for, for anyone outside of the new England area, uh, the man on the mountain, Franconia notch, uh, it just fell off the side of cannon uh, and, uh, and in, into the abyss. So now it's no longer there, but you'll see it on any state sign you see that's all carved out. It's always the man on the mountain. It's a historic thing. And uh, they had done some structural stuff to it in the past to hold it in place. And then yeah, it yeah. eventually just gave way. And But it was naturally forming, right? It was naturally uh, formed, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, the original, they, they didn't, yeah. They didn't yeah, build yeah. it. They just, somebody yeah. looked like, oh my God, it looks like an old man's face. And that just right. took hold. And, and then they were like, we need something to put on the signs in the state of New Hampshire. Yeah. And then <laughs> Throw they, that up they, there. They printed the final license plate and all of a sudden crumbled. Yeah, 18 years ago today, which is, which is unbelievable. I can't believe um, it's but, been 18 years, but I remember listening to that show, the Jay Michael show, and he had, he had all sorts of like sound bites of yes, people falling downstairs. Yeah, people falling downstairs. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, yeah he, got, he got his four hours worth out of that. Yeah, one. he that did. Sure. <laughs> all right, we want to remind you, you can track us down if you're looking so, for any of the content from our shows. Rubber Shoes, what do you got? Oh, Signal. My final point is Oh, you're fine. Okay. All right. Please. If the Bruins get one point tonight, they clinch a playoff spot. That's oh, amazing. all right. That's good to know. Will that be on the roundup tomorrow morning? We didn't even touch it, on the roundup much. It, the wrap up. The rubbish, the rubbish the wrap, wrap up. up. Yeah. Wrap up. Well, he's Sorry. not listening. That's why he doesn't know it's the wrap up. <laughs> the wrap up. I was too busy it's trying to figure out which hosses to pick. It's a wrestling move. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> got it. Got yeah. it. It's not a roundhouse kick. It's a wrap yeah. up. Yes. Yeah. We'll <laughs> have all that for you. You can always find rubbish shoes doing the wrap up in the morning. Uh, usually across most of our socials. Uh, where do you put it first? Does it usually go uh, right into the Instagram? Uh, Instagram TV and then Facebook Perfect. off of our page. And I usually share it on my personal page as well. Yes. And all as joking well, aside, it's, it's lighting up. It's lighting up the interwebs. My, yeah. my Instagram every, every five seconds, I get a new, you know, a notification on my phone and it's just, it's nothing that I posted. It's all rubbish shoes round. Uh, what is it? Roundup? Wrap, wrap up. up. Oh wrap up. Got it. Wrap up. <laughs> We're going to get you a shirt and a hat. <laughs> we have a link Lord. tree though. I know that we have a link tree. I yes, know for a do. fact we have a link tree. <laughs> we do have a link tree, which the good news there is if you go and watch him on Instagram, you can always go up into our bio to click the link tree, which has the link to our podcast, the link to YouTube, Insta, 
Twitter, and of course, Facebook. So uh, if you're looking for all of the video content, if listening to our dulcet tones isn't enough for you and you actually want to look at our mugs, you can go to atbshow.com, which will pull you into the YouTube page. All the socials are on the link tree and we'll see you right back here next week where I'll complain about artificial turf and Brady's Pocket Square, I'm sure, because we didn't really go into the outfit. But we will. Thank you, boys. Have a great week. See ya. Later.